Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Halloween night. It was a Halloween night. I led everyone in Holy Communion. And a few people felt released from partaking of the sacred elements. I was even able to drive out demons out of some of the people after the service. I preached Jesus Christ and Him crucified, and souls were saved. However, The enemy was also at work on this Halloween night. One of the individuals that attended our Salvation Army service left the chapel because of the demons within there were attacking. They were attacking her, my friends. So she went outside, and she saw a goblin fly out of the sky onto the flagpole. It slid down the pole and sat right next to her on the bench. I know Jay Bartlett, and he is a bad man, the goblin said to the to the woman. And now this happened while I was inside the chapel preaching the gospel. The goblin actually spoke and said, I know Jay Bartlett, and he's a bad man. So why are you here, inquired the lady. I'm here waiting to enter someone as I come out on Halloween, every Halloween seeking to possess. I've been waiting for someone to come outside. Then at that point, the goblin lifted his long, sharp claw and scratched the lady's hand. And this woman actually showed me the scratch. I saw the scratch. And it thereby entered her at that point, as she already had some open doors to, to allow these demons to enter her. So the next night, I met this demon within this lady. As she came to the church for deliverance, the demon surfaced and growled. I was that goblin boasted the demon. I commanded the demon to tell me its name. I'm Hollow's Eve. I'm Hollow's Eve. So I asked, do you have any rights to stay within her? No. Except that I was able to enter, enter her because other demons were in her, the demon shared with me. So knowing that this Halloween spirit had no rights, we commanded it to leave, and it left. Out it went through the mouth. Jesus prevailed. But there are other spirits. Though that spirit was sent to the pit, there are many, perhaps millions, spirits of Halloween roaming the planet on this very night, at this very hour, 
Many of them are called Hallow's Eve. These spirits of Halloween are looking to torment you tonight, are looking to destroy you tonight, looking to afflict you tonight. They love tonight. They indulge in their evil desires tonight like no other night. For tonight is Halloween. And let me tell you, my friends, it's a hellish Halloween. Because this Halloween belongs in the pit of hell. That is why I term it hellish Halloween. And tonight on Halloween, we're going to discuss hellish Halloween on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Have you ever considered that much of the New Testament was written by persecuted Christians to persecuted Christians? Paul wrote from jail to encourage the church at Ephesus. Peter wrote to Christians driven from Jerusalem and scattered across Asia Minor. What should the response be from Christians in the West today who can barely imagine suffering for our faith? We should study the lives of martyrs throughout history and around the world today. We should pray in brokenness for our pride and in gratitude for our freedom. And we should read the New Testament with fresh eyes and a humble spirit. To learn how you can pray for Christians facing persecution in restricted nations, call 875-VOICE. Dial 875-VOICE to pray for and encourage members of our spiritual family. That's 875-VOICE. The voice of the... Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a portion of scripture taken to heart by every real-life Jesus freak. It's in 1 Peter chapter 4. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when His glory is revealed. You see, Peter saw suffering for his faith as a privilege. After his final arrest and sentencing, Peter announced... He was not worthy to be crucified in the same position as his Savior and requested to die on the cross upside down. How about you? What will be your final request? How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. Preaching the gospel or even being a believer in Iraq is costly. Reports received by the Voice of the Martyrs show that in recent weeks, attacks by Muslim extremists against believers have reached alarming levels. A Syrian international news agency and cable news network reported that on November 22nd, three believers were killed in Mosul. Despite increased attacks, believers remain courageous and steadfast in their faith. Assailants entered a shop owned by two Christian brothers, Sadhana and Wadhana, and shot them. Wad was killed instantly, and Saad succumbed to his injuries a few hours later. In an unrelated incident, later in the day, police found an elderly Christian woman strangled in her Mosul home. Ask God to comfort those mourning the loss of these believers. Ask God to bring His peace to Iraq. To learn what it means to serve God in Iraq and many other restricted countries, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter at 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Call 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. 
happened on this night, on Halloween, on this hellish Halloween of 2012, like I shared with you that encounter that I had with that woman. Here she was, attending a chapel service where I was preaching the gospel. She was being attacked by the evil spirits. She went outside. And she sees a goblin. A goblin fly out of the sky and onto the flagpole. It slid down the pole and sat right next to her on the bench. Now that's strange, my friends. But let's not be surprised. On Halloween, on this very day, on this very night, evil supernaturalism is rampant. That's nothing. All kinds of demonic acti activity will be flourishing on this night. Not only did the goblin fly out of the sky and sat right down on a bench next to her, it actually spoke to her and said, I know Jay Barton. He's a bad man. Obviously, this woman, because of her background in occultism and supernaturalism, actually spoke to the spirit. And so why are you here? Well, the spirit said, I'm here waiting to enter someone. As I come out on Halloween, every Halloween, seeking to possess. That's what the demon said. That's what this goblin said, my friends. Goblins, ghosts, poltergeists, phantoms, spooks of all sorts. Night monsters, werewolves, evil spirits are roaming at this very hour on this day. It's a hellish Halloween because of the demonic activity that flourishes. Satan just adores this day in a very perverted means. For he knows he will be able to captivate and oppress millions upon millions of people because people are opening up all kinds of doorways on this night, attending Halloween parties, trick-or-treating, wearing grotesque monster kind of masks, dressing up in various kinds of evil costumes. All kinds of evil will occur this night. And then, of course, you have those involved in the deeper levels of Satanism, the occult, sorcery, spiritualism, raw demonism, who will be participating in the most heinous, heinous, gruesome, criminal acts on this night. Blood will be flowing. There will be human blood. There will be animal blood. People will die tonight. As Satan is appeased, it's a hellish Halloween. It's a hellish Halloween. And as that spirit spoke to that woman that sat outside that chapel, he says, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to enter someone. As I come out on every Halloween seeking to possess. That's what his exact words were. The spirits of Halloween are looking to possess you. Are you really, truly protected from the spirits of Halloween? That's why. Each and every week, we make ourselves available. We hold 
public exorcism services to reach out to you. Because we know the spirits of Halloween along with many other kinds of demons enter people's bodies, invade people's souls, and they need to be delivered. They need to be set free by the power of the blood and the resurrection of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Tonight, you need to be set free. You need to seek out an exorcist. Now, we just held some meetings in Central Texas, powerful deliverance meetings, where thousands upon thousands of evil spirits were driven out of people. Many, many evil, many, many evil spirits driven out. Perhaps in a future broadcast, I'll share about our encounters with those spirits. An upcoming presentation. However, I just want to make the point that we do hold these meetings. November the 3rd, which is this Saturday, I'll be holding a public deliverance mission in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Hampton Inn and Suites downtown, International Boardroom Meeting Hall, 161 Spring Street Northwest, in Atlanta, Georgia. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. No child care will be provided, but we look forward to meeting you. That's November the 3rd. That's this Saturday. Get a hold of friends, family in Florida, in Georgia, in Alabama, in South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, and all that whole region of the country. Get the word out. I want to meet you at the Hampton Inn Suites downtown in the International Boardroom Meeting Hall, 161 Spring Street Northwest in Atlanta, Georgia. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. And we look forward to meeting you. Then, the following day, I'll be traveling to the beautiful city of Grand Rapids, Michigan, November the 4th. Public deliverance mission in Grand Rapids. Hampton Inn and Suites, Boardroom Meeting Hall, 5200 28th Street Southeast, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. No child care will be provided. However, we will be available to minister, to cast out evil spirits, and will uplift the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I look forward to meeting all my friends in the Michigan, Grand, specifically the Grand Rapids area. Listen, if you're listening to this program from Detroit, come on in. Chicago, come on into the meeting. In fact, anywhere in the world you're located at, and you need immediate deliverance, fly into Atlanta. Atlanta has a, a, a major international airport, Atlanta, Georgia. That's November the 3rd. November the 4th, I'll be in Grand Rapids. Fly into Grand Rapids. I would love to meet with you so I could pray for you, you and your family so you could be set free from evil spirits. And that's one thing. I, we, we constantly offer opportunities and afford the opportunities for people to be delivered, for hearts to be healed. For people to be encouraged, equipped on how to cast out evil spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. That's November the 3rd, November the 4th, Saturday and Sunday this week. Now tonight, we need to pray. I was awoken up by the Holy Spirit very, very early this morning. I was praying, interceding for those who would be victimized on this very day. This hellish Halloween holiday. Unholy day. We need to pray. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
I reach out to my prayer partners throughout the world, on every, nearly every continent of the world, who listen to this presentation. We are unified under your blood, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We uplift all those who will be targeted and victimized by the evil one. Those involved in witchcraft groups, satanic cults, and sorcery. Lord Jesus Christ, we ask for your power, your resurrection power to intervene, to save, to heal, to deliver. We pray for the billions in our world that yet, yet have yet to respond to your love. Open the eyes. Open the minds. Save them, Jesus. And on this night, we declare that you, Jesus, you are Lord over all. And Halloween, the spirits of Halloween, are in submission to you. It's in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I should also add that we need to be praying for our friends. If you're located in the northeast part of, of the United States, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Delaware, so many areas up in the northeast have been affected by this recent horrific storm sandy my heart goes out to you and we're praying for you my friends we love you please email me j at jbartlett.org if there's anything i could do my friends who are listening to this broadcast again november the third public deliverance mission atlanta georgia november the fourth Public Deliverance Mission, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Get to the meetings. I want to meet with you. Also on my website, you'll find more than 30 volumes, 30 volumes on a variety of different subjects from occultism to demonism to exorcism to spiritual warfare to evangelism to dissociation. Nearly all my volumes are available to download for free. I would encourage you to get to my website tonight, jbartlett.org. Download the materials. I believe they will inspire you, equip you, and bless you. And by the way, we have more than 100 videos, many exorcism videos that are available for you to view, for you to be encouraged, for you to recognize that Jesus is indeed Lord, and these demons have to submit to his holy name. My friends, there's much to discuss on this hellish Halloween day. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. the gospel in Iran results in a death sentence. The Voice of the Martyrs contacts reported that the Assize Court of the province of Gilan, Iran, officially charged Pastor Youssef Nardarkhani with apostasy. The court said the pastor is an apostate because he believes in Jesus and has shared his faith with others. The court files say Pastor Youssef has denied the prophethood of the great prophet of Islam and the rule of the sacred religion of Islam. He's proven his apostasy by organizing evangelistic meetings and inviting others to Christianity, establishing a house church, 
baptizing people, along with expressing his faith to others and denying Islamic values. Let the voice of the martyrs bring you testimonies of today's heroes of the faith. Subscribe to VOM's free monthly newsletter at 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Call 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization.
years ago on Halloween night, Pastor James Beeson and I, many of you know James, if you have attended any of our meetings, he travel, he's my travel partner, he travels with me all over the continent. We conducted some some time ago a a deliverance, a public deliverance service on Halloween. In the next segment of of this of tonight's broadcast, I'm going to share what happened. It's an extraordinary story how God prevailed, even though the enemy threw everything he had us to prevent us from holding this special meeting on Halloween night. Jesus Christ prevailed, and demons were cast out, and people were healed. It's an extraordinary, extraordinary story that I'd like to sh- share with you in the next segment. Now, tonight, there are going to be precious people victimized by satanic cults, by the powers of hell, by the powers of darkness. We need to offer the light of Jesus in this darkness. Tonight's a hellish, hellish night, but we need to be ready to offer help, to intervene, and offer hope and love and healing in the power of Jesus Christ. However you however you're able to reach out, some of you can even pass tracks out tonight as young children come to the door, trick or treating, pass out gospel tracks. Some of you blog, blog on the on the on the spiritual implications of participating in Halloween. Some of you have many friends and family that that you constantly communicate with through email. Email, write write some letters, write some emails, warning people of the dangers of Halloween. Share the gospel at a haunted house and some Halloween party some Halloween attraction. Do what you can to warn a child, a young person, a parent, a grandparent on the dangers of Halloween. My friends, this is a hellish day. This is not a day to celebrate darkness and witches and goblins and ghouls and ghosts. This is a day to proclaim that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus has defeated the powers of Satan, and Jesus is King. Today is not the day to uplift darkness, but to uplift the name of Jesus. And my friends, you have the responsibility to do just that. Join with me. As I'm doing my part, you could do your part. Let's win people to Jesus Christ. And perhaps you're listening to this broadcast. You're troubled by the oppression of Halloween. You need deliverance. In the name of Jesus, I command every spirit of oppression upon you, my friend, to lift off. The spirits of Halloween that are targeting you, you and your family, your children, your grandchildren. Let go of that man. Let go of that woman in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. By the blood of the Lord Jesus, release that person's mind. Come out. Many of you are feeling freedom, feeling release right now. In the authority of the blood of Jesus Christ, I speak to you. The power of the Holy Spirit is upon you. Be released in Jesus' name. The loving kindness, the mercy, and the power of the Holy Spirit upon you. Give your life to Jesus Christ. Just confess him as Lord. What a beautiful day. Today is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, the pagans, those involved in darkness 
have tried to claim today as a as one of their own. But today is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. But I understand. I understand that the world has tried to turn this into a horrible day. In many ways, it is a horrible day, as I mentioned earlier in the broadcast. People will be sacrificed. People will, I'm telling you, my friends, human sacrifices still occur today. Babies, teenagers will be sacrificed to appease the evil one. People will be in communion with demons tonight. You have a choice to make. Are you going to intervene? Are you going to be simply a bystander? Are you just going to be just sitting there while people around you are crying out for help, crying out for deliverance? Do what you can. Pray. Fast. Do what you can to intervene on this hellish Halloween night. we got so much more to discuss, my friends. So much more to discuss. This is just the first segment. I can't wait to tell you about that experience that Pastor James Beeson and I had just a few years ago. It happened on Halloween. Stay tuned. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. In Azerbaijan, being a Christian and a bold witness for Christ can be costly. Forum 18 News reported that on October 31st, police raided a Christian festival and detained four believers in the town of Kusar, Azerbaijan. Eighty members of a Baptist church were gathered at a believer's home for a celebration thanking God for the harvest. When police arrived, they turned off the gas and electricity in order to prevent the believers from preparing their meal. Police also photographed and videotaped the service and recorded the names of those present. Despite the government crackdown, believers in Azerbaijan remained faithful to Christ. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Support persecuted believers by calling 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news about another real-life Jesus freak. The year is 1079. No one will stand up to the tyranny of Bolslaw the Cruel, King of Poland. No one except Stanislas, Bishop of Krakow, who courageously rebukes the king. In response, the king sends soldiers to the chapel to kill Stanislas. When they rush in, swords raised, the bishop remains kneeling in prayer, and the men lower their swords. Hearing this, the king races furiously to the chapel, and he himself plunges a dagger into the bishop's heart. But in death is victory, as Boleslaw's own court unites against him, ending his tyrannous reign. For more on the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. In Azerbaijan, being a Christian and a bold witness for Christ can be costly. Forum 18 News reported that on October 31st, 
police raided a Christian festival and detained four believers in the town of Kusar, Azerbaijan. Eighty members of a Baptist church were gathered at a believer's home for a celebration thanking God for the harvest. When police arrived, they turned off the gas and electricity in order to prevent the believers from preparing their meal. Police also photographed and videotaped the service and recorded the names of those present. Despite the government crackdown, believers in Azerbaijan remained faithful to Christ. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Support persecuted believers by calling 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. And we decided to host a meeting, a public deliverance meeting. Now, this occurred just a few years ago. But we wanted to give the people opportunity, those who want freedom, the opportunity to be free, to be liberated. So our little meeting area was jammed, packed with those seeking deliverance and healing. It was a literal standing room only. The people were thirsty for the liberating power of the Holy Spirit to be unleashed upon their lives. And with great joy, I report to you, my friends, the Lord Jesus Christ delivered people from evil spirits. There was powerful, powerful exorcisms that occurred. People were healed. And Halloween was defeated. I mean, we were even honored to have the holy angels of God visit our meeting. And they assisted me and the deliverance of an African woman from demons. And I want to share on this night, on this hellish Halloween night, that experience that I had, that James, Pastor James Beeson and I had in ministering to this African woman in this Halloween meeting some just a few years ago. A powerful, powerful story of the power of Jesus Christ over the spirits of Halloween. So we're going to explore and talk about this reality of how the spirits of Halloween are quite active. This is one of the satanic uh, holy days, unholy days for this, for those involved in the occult witchcraft. 
Satanism, black magic, sorcery, spiritualism, involved in wall demonism, Luciferianism, the Illuminati. I'm telling you, my friends, this is considered one of their holy days. In my eyes, it's an unholy day in the sense of what they participate in, what they honor. Now, I acknowledge that each and every day is the Lord's day. For the scripture tells us, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I rejoice that Jesus Christ is Lord. But I do not honor Halloween. And I come against it. The Apostle Paul tells us in Ephesians 5, to not take part in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. So tonight, in complaints with the Word of God, with the sacred scripture, I'm going to expose the hellish Halloween on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. If you were at risk of arrest every time you went to church... Would you remain faithful in your walk with Christ? China Aid Association reported that on November 12th, police officers from the Anhui and Bozu Bureau of Religion raided a house church and arrested more than 10 believers. Some believers were not released until that afternoon. The police also confiscated items belonging to the church. In spite of these raids, believers in China remain faithful. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians in over 50 nations around the world, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Dial 875-VOICE today. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization.
during the Halloween season to offer the opportunity for those of you who are tormented to be free. A couple years ago, during the Halloween season, I held a series of meetings in various areas to afford the people an opportunity to be set free. And in one public meeting that we held in a hotel conference room, people from all over the country came to the meeting to be set free. And after partaking of the Holy Communion, the body and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, we proceeded to minister to those enslaved by unholy spirits, the spirits of Halloween. We first ministered to a young lady who was present, who was a survivor of sadistic ceremonial trauma. In the name of Jesus, she was delivered from a demonic spirit. Now, while ministering to her, there was an African woman there who was sitting to the right of me, who was experiencing horrible headaches while anointing her head with sacred holy oil, making the symbol of the cross on her forehead, an evil spirit surfaced. An evil spirit manifested immediately and reacted violently to my prayers and to my commands. These ghastly devils twisted her body and shoved her head against the wall numerous times in an attempt to injure her. I sprinkled holy water on the spirits, on these Halloween evil spirits, and they weaken the demons almost immediately. Pastor James Beeson and I battled these demons, and we were able to get the demons under control, under the commands of the Lord Jesus Christ. And with very, very loud cries and groans, the spirits yelled at me and said, We hate you, we hate you. I just simply instructed the demons to submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. We will fight you. We are not leaving her. She belongs to us, cried out the devils within her, utilizing her vocal cords. We're talking about a very serious exorcism on Halloween night. But I don't operate in fear. I only operate in the power of the Holy Spirit. And these devils, these demonic spirits, just like every devil, like every demon, has to go to the pit in the name of Jesus Christ. And we discovered that this dear lady had been having sexual relations with unclean spirits for years and years. 
thus allowing them access to this precious saint who is now seeking freedom from these, from these horrible, horrific night attacks. What is your name, spirit, I inquired of the demon. We are named Lucifer. And she belongs to us. She has sex with us and she loves us, these Luciferian spirits revealed. Again, the spirits reacted violently. And again, they twisted her body. And through all this, they even scratched me a number of times. My friends, these Luciferian spirits were very loud, unusually loud to the point to where guests in the hotel began to pack up their bags and walk out of their rooms to leave. I just asked the holy angels of God to assist us, and within seconds, they entered the meeting room and began to war against the demons within this woman, weakening in them. The demons warred in sheer hatred for what these angels were doing as the angels of God had drawn their swords and pierced the demonic spirits, causing them great pain. Though things were gradually becoming under control, the damage was done, though. The guest, who had heard the loud cries, the groans, and the moans, and heard the violence, made some complaints to the manager. Which is understandable, my friends. I don't fault them. If you were a, if, if you were a guest at a hotel, and you heard violent cries and moans and groans and demons growling, I'm, I'm assuming you would probably leave too. And within minutes, the manager was at our door asking us to vacate the premises. I mean, these hideous cries, no doubt, startled the people. Again, I understand their concerns. They do not know what was occurring. Now, we were forced out, and the exorcism was hindered on this hellish Halloween night. The demons simply looked at me with glee, knowing full well they were, that I was not able to drive them out because of what just transpired. Now, I'm convinced, I'm totally convinced that these spirits compelled some of the guests to complain in an attempt to hinder the deliverance service, as we have never been told to leave a hotel meeting room, despite some of the strange, intense, demonic, satanic supernaturalism that has manifested over the years, and those who have attended these meetings, the demons were bound. And I was determined to fight on. Yes, we were being kicked out of this meeting hall. So you know what I did? Now, I didn't have a plan B on this night, on this Halloween, hellish Halloween night, so what I did was I had everyone follow me down the street, I, and I'll be honest. Truth to be told, I honestly had no idea what to do, but God's merciful. He led me to a small, old, historic Baptist church down the street. Though no one was present at the church, we had everyone sit on the front steps of the entrance to the church with one little light above us to provide some kind of, some kind of light. It was getting much cooler. Darkness had descended. And we were just hours into Halloween. Thus, the spiritual forces would be that much more stronger. But we were determined to fight back in Jesus' name. And in the open air, in, in front of this Baptist church, on this hellish Halloween night, I conducted exorcisms. Oh, there's much to share on this night of exorcism. I believe you'll be encouraged. Don't go anywhere.
I'll be right back after this brief intermission. This is Michael Tate with the story of two Jesus freaks, one real life, one fictional. The main character in the allegory, The Pilgrim's Progress, is named Christian. Millions of believers have been inspired by his perseverance as he journeys from the city of destruction to the celestial city encountering many pitfalls along the way. But did you know the author, John Bunyan, had his own challenges too? He served 12 years in prison for preaching without a license. But it was there that he was inspired to write that life-changing allegory. Bunyan once said, I never knew all there was in the Bible until I spent those years in jail. I was constantly finding new treasures. Will you stand with the Voice of the Martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. Preaching the gospel in Iran results in a death sentence. The Voice of the Martyrs contacts reported that the Assize Court of the province of Gilan, Iran, officially charged Pastor Youssef Nardarkhani with apostasy. The court said the pastor is an apostate because he believes in Jesus and has shared his faith with others. The court files say Pastor Youssef has denied the prophethood of the great prophet of Islam and the rule of the sacred religion of Islam. He's proven his apostasy by organizing evangelistic meetings and inviting others to Christianity, establishing a house church, baptizing people, along with expressing his faith to others and denying Islamic values. Let the Voice of the Martyrs bring you testimonies of today's heroes of the faith. Subscribe to VOM's free monthly newsletter at 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Call 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. because of the violence of some of the demons that were surfacing during the public exorcisms. I didn't know, I honestly had not thought of a plan B. So here we were. It's getting dark. Darkness had descended. Halloween night. It was getting much cooler. But I was determined to fight these devils in the name of Jesus. So in the open air, in front of this Baptist church, I conducted exorcisms. And a number of cars were passing by because, remember, I was, I'm out in the open air. I mean, you could imagine what some of these people were thinking as, as the cars passed by, slowed down, and looked as, on as we ministered deliverance to the captives. But we were a witness, and, I, and I'm serious about this. We were a witness to the watcher world. For the watcher world wants to know deep within their hearts, does God have power? Does God truly care? Does he have power to deliver? He does, my friends. And the power of the Holy Spirit prevailed against the spiritual foes of the cross. 
as that dear lady who, who manifested such violent spirits at the beginning, renounced her unholy union with the devils whom she had been having sex with. I commanded the demons, the demonic spirits, to leave in the name of Jesus. They were forced out and entered that pit in Jesus' name. They screamed in agony. The lady was set free and relieved. I mean, she lifted up her hands and praised Jesus Christ, who had just liberated her from these vile demonic beings. But that was just the beginning, my friends. There was a dear saint from France present at that exorcism service who was loosed from a satanic curse of revenge that her sister had placed upon her. While praying over her head, I felt something from her skull attacking my pointer finger. This led me to discover she had a curse, which she confirmed as she revealed that her sister had been cursing her for years. We broke the demonic curse, and the evil spirits left this dear woman. There was a young man present also who had traveled a couple hours to attend the services, who was freed from over 500 spirits named Satan. There were a number of incubi and succubi sex spirits within him who had been afflicting him with various physical, mental, and spiritual torments. There were a number of other demons within him, but we just, we just literally ran out of time. But I'm thankful for the opportunity to see those satanic strongholds demolished in Jesus' name. There was another man in his 20s who was also delivered from powerful, powerful spirits in his stomach and chest. They were driven out in the name of Jesus Christ as he vomited them out. So many other miracles took place. And I'm grateful to the wonderful Jesus Christ for his mercy, his love, his forgiveness that's offered to all of us who come, on, come unto him by faith. There was even a young man who was involved within the Mexican Mafia. Also at the meeting, a witness the power of God and immediately destroyed some pornography that he had on his cell phone. I mean, God was dealing with hearts, my friends. It was beautiful to see God's love and his power extended to everyone in this outdoor exorcism. Though we were hindered, the enemy attacked us, we were moved from one location to another, but Jesus Christ still prevailed. And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter what happens. Yes, I recognize this is a hellish Halloween night. I recognize there will be great violence and horror and terror. But that, that does not change the fact that Jesus Christ is Lord. The whole world is under the sway of the evil one, the Apostle John teaches. I understand this. And, and tonight, on this hellish Halloween night, we need to intervene. We need to preach the gospel. We need to be the light in, this, in the midst of this great darkness. I know many of you are feeling oppressed right now. Who doesn't feel oppressed? Come on, my friends, let's be real. Who doesn't feel oppressed? Who likes Halloween? All the images of ghouls and spooks and ghosts and goblins and monsters and witches and, and gore. The occult. I mean, who truly likes this day? Now, I understand there are many, many people blinded who love Halloween. In many, many countries around the world, it's the second most popular holiday outside of Christmas. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. The devil knows how to market Halloween to get the interest of millions, perhaps billions. But deep within their hearts, they know it's, it just brings darkness, oppression. On this night, there's great oppression. But in the name of Jesus Christ, I speak to the oppression. Be lifted off that, that oppression. Go. Spirit of despair and of darkness and Halloween. Lift off in the authority of Jesus Christ of that man and woman.
Go in the name of Jesus. Many of you being set free from that oppression right now in the name of Jesus. Release that woman. Release that man. Release that child in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. I would encourage you, my friends, if you have opportunity, to get to one of my meetings. November the 3rd, this coming Saturday, public deliverance mission in Atlanta, Georgia. Hampton Inn Suites, downtown, International Boardroom Meeting Hall, 161 Spring Street, Northwest, in Atlanta, Georgia. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. No child care will be provided. However, we will be available to pray for you to drive out those Halloween spirits from your body. November the 4th, which is a Sunday, another public deliverance mission in the beautiful city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Our, in our last public service there in Grand Rapids, the room was t- totally packed, jam-packed, standing room only, at the Hampton Inn Suites Boardroom Meeting Hall, 5200 28th Street Southeast in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. No child care will be provided, but we will afford you the opportunity to be delivered from evil spirits. My friends, we are here to serve you. If there's anything I could do to help you, I want you to email me at j at jbartlett.org. J-A-Y at jbartlett.org. There's another segment of tonight's broadcast. Stay tuned. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. gospel or even being a believer in Iraq is costly. Reports received by the Voice of the Martyrs show that in recent weeks, attacks by Muslim extremists against believers have reached alarming levels. A Syrian international news agency and cable news network reported that on November 22nd, three believers were killed in Mosul. Despite increased attacks, believers remain courageous and steadfast in their faith. Assailants entered a shop owned by two Christian brothers, Sadhana and Wadhana, and shot them. Wad was killed instantly and Saad succumbed to his injuries a few hours later. In an unrelated incident, later in the day, police found an elderly Christian woman strangled in her Mosul home. Ask God to comfort those mourning the loss of these believers. Ask God to bring His peace to Iraq. To learn what it means to serve God in Iraq and many other restricted countries, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter at 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Call 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. Preaching the gospel in Iran results in a death sentence. The Voice of the Martyrs contacts reported that the Assize Court of the province of Gilan, Iran, officially charged Pastor Youssef Nardarkhani with apostasy. The court said the pastor is an apostate because he believes in Jesus and has shared his faith with others. The court files say Pastor Yusuf has denied the prophethood of the great prophet of Islam and the rule of the sacred religion of Islam. He's proven his apostasy by organizing evangelistic meetings and inviting others to Christianity, establishing a house church, baptizing people, along with expressing his faith to others and denying Islamic values. Let the voice of the martyrs bring you testimonies of today's heroes of the faith. Subscribe to VOM's free monthly newsletter at 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Call 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs, the Christian nonprofit organization. 
Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the Jesus Freak Salute from the Voice of the Martyrs. After World War II, the border between Ukraine and Romania is heavily guarded for two reasons. To keep Ukrainians in and keep Bibles out. One winter night, Soviet guards spot four fresh sets of footprints in the snow heading toward the freedom of Romania and Western Europe. The guards hastily follow the tracks further and further away from the four Christians who had left those footprints. You see, the four men weren't escaping the Ukraine. They were Romanian missionaries carrying Bibles into the Ukraine. They had walked backwards across the border, leaving boot prints that led the Soviet guards the opposite direction. For more tales of creative outreach, go online to persecution.com. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. tell you what, my friends, I'm very serious when I say this. I'm tired of ghosts. <laughs> I have my little boy here. Uh, his name is Ranger. He's only four years old, but he was, uh, Ranger and I were walking just a few nights ago in the neighborhood, and uh, he was really disturbed by the appearance of all these ghosts. And he says, Daddy, everybody has ghosts. Ranger, do you like ghosts? No. <laughs> He nodded his head, no way. Ghosts are evil, yet ghosts are, are celebrated during the Halloween season, and that's why Halloween is hellish. It glorifies that those things that belong in the pit of hell, like goblins and ghouls and spooks and poltergeists and monsters and vampires and evil spirits and the powers of Satan. The powers of the occult are glorified. And Halloween parties on this evening, various haunted homes and haunted house attractions and various Halloween gatherings. You know, this is a billion-dollar industry, this Halloween, just right behind Christmas. is the most second, the second most popular holiday. Actually, it's an unholy day. It's not a holy day. But yet, the Scripture tells us very clearly in Psalms 118, this is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. I, re- I rejoice in, in the Lord, my God, who reigns forevermore, who is alive on this very night. But I do not like the glorification of evil. The millions that will be demonized tonight, the millions that will have evil spirits as a result of their participation in this horrible holiday 
what they consider a holiday known as Halloween is hellish. It should be avoided. We should speak of its spiritual implications. You participate in Halloween, there's a great possibility. You open your life up to the demons, and they may invade your body and soul. Then you will, then you will need an exorcism. And this is where I come into play. <laughs> I'm an exorcist. That's right. I cast out evil spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. I recognize the whole world is under the sway of the evil one, as the scripture tells us. I understand the powers of the occult are prevalent. I understand that dar the darkness is descending upon this nation, the United States of America, as in many and most of the nations of the world. Darkness is captivating and enslaving billions in our day. And Halloween doesn't help. Halloween just perpetrates more evil upon mankind. The images of Halloween bring sadness, bring despair, darkness, and oppression. And many of you are oppressed during this Halloween season. Perhaps you have a family member, a husband, a wife, a brother, a sister, a grandparent that's decorating their home, perhaps your home with all kinds of Halloween ghoulish paraphernalia. It's disturbing, isn't it? Seems like there's no escape in every story you go into. Every every person you talk to, they always wishing you a happy Halloween. You get tired of hearing about the devil. Well, it's time to hear about Jesus. I'm here to tell you Jesus is alive. And I glory in Jesus. Yes, today is a hellish Halloween day, but the fact is Jesus is alive, and he is Lord, and you can be set free. And here in a moment, we're going to offer prayers of liberation so you may be set free from Satan. That's what we're going to do tonight as we discuss hellish Halloween on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. <laughs>
Toby Mack with news about another real-life Jesus freak. The year is 1079. No one will stand up to the tyranny of Bolslaw the Cruel, King of Poland. No one except Stanislas, Bishop of Krakow, who courageously rebukes the king. In response, the king sends soldiers to the chapel to kill Stanislas. When they rush in, swords raised, the bishop remains kneeling in prayer, and the men lower their swords. Hearing this, the king races furiously to the chapel, and he himself plunges a dagger into the bishop's heart. But in death is victory, as Boleslaw's own court unites against him, ending his tyrannous reign. For more on the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. of the occult and and when the the occult when the powers of darkness is glorified people because of their evil desires are curious and oftentimes they'll participate because of the glorification devil the devil is a master manipulator he's a master at marketing his devices and once you get involved in the occult you're trapped. You're spiritually trapped. You're imprisoned. You're enslaved. You're in chains. I saw this reality recently in, in a public deliverance service. There was a, a dear lady in her late 40s by the name of Linda who was simply browsing the web looking for some kind of spiritual assistance when when she came across our, one of our meetings. She was determined to be at the meeting, and our loving God honored her determination with deliverance. As as we spent some time with Linda, we discovered that, that as a little girl, she witnessed her older sister playing with a Ouija board. And think about that, my friends. How many thousands of parties tonight, Halloween parties, will there be the participation of the Ouija board? 
and the opening door will be made possible because of their involvement with the occultic device. Now, not only did Linda witness her older sister playing with the Ouija board, but she got involved. They involved themselves in all kinds of necromancy. She also observed her sister and some of her friends playing the occult game Light as a Feather. Some of you played that game, thereby opening a door for an evil spirit to invade your body and soul. You've heard of that game, Light as a Feather. I'm sure young people on this night, in particular on this night, when the demonic supernatural is heightened, when it's quite active, they'll be that lure to try things that you would normally not try. And many young people will play the game, the Ouija board, Light as a Feather, Bloody Mary, will participate in fortune telling, necromancy, seance, all kinds of seance, forms of seances. It gets, it gets deeper. There will be human and animal sacrifice. Blood will be spilled tonight for the cause of Satan. And here Linda, just witnessing her sister and some of her friends playing the occult game Light as a Feather, whereby through the use of chanting they were able to levitate another girl about two feet off the ground. Obviously this caused much terror. To enter an eight-year-old and her heart instantly broke due to witnessing this very traumatic satanic activity. How many hearts are going to be broken? It's young children. Because they witness satanic activity. Because they witness a, a spooky monster. As they look at the Halloween costumes and, and garb. Have you seen some of the most recent costumes that are made available for young people? The most grotesque, horrifying masks. Little children are petrified, yet us as a society, we don't care. We think it's fun and games. It's just fun and games. It's Halloween. Have some fun. Have some have some spooks while you're at it. Well, I'm telling you, my friends, it's not fun. It's not a game. The devil wants you to believe it's all fun and games so he can get your soul, so he can invade your body. Then you become demonized. Then what are you going to do when those evil spirits ravage your soul, when they torture you at night? What are you going to do then? Ah, you thought it was fun and games. A little Halloween party didn't disturb anyone. Wait till you're on the verge of psychiatric, on the verge of being taken to a psychiatric hospital because nobody understands what you're experiencing, the voices that you hear, the blasphemous thoughts. And you wonder why is this happening to me? What did you go to a Halloween party where there's occult games being played? Did you go to a haunted house? Some of these. Yesterday, I, I spoke on the subject of haunted houses. Some of the haunted houses that are available for young people today is, is, is just unbelievable to me. The psychological, the psychological torture that's involved in, in visiting some of these places, how much money is involved. I'm telling you, my friend, there's a satanic agenda. It's a conspiracy to demonize you. Ah, it's fun and games. Go out and have fun tonight, right? It's just trick and treating. It's just getting some candy. I'm telling you, my friends, those candies are cursed by evil spirits of Halloween. You digest it, you're going to have a spirit of Halloween. You remember at the very first segment of this broadcast today? I shared with you 
that woman that attended a chapel service I was speaking at on Halloween night some years ago. She was under attack. She had to leave the chapel service. She ended up outside. A goblin leaped out of the air onto a flagpole, slid down the flagpole onto the bench and spoke to her. A goblin, my friends. He said his name was Hallow's Eve. And then he comes out in particular on Halloween looking for someone to possess. That's right. The spirits of Halloween looking to possess people. And what are you going to do about it? The name of Jesus Christ is your only solution. The name and the power and the blood and the resurrection of Jesus Christ is your only solution. Jesus will cause the monsters to go. Jesus will cause the ghosts to go. Jesus will cause the goblins to go. Jesus will cause everything from the power of the enemy to go. Only in the name of Jesus Christ. Ah, but it's fun and games today, right? Wait till you're tormented by those voices. Wait till you feel those claws gnawing at your skin, grabbing you, pinching you, pulling you, biting you. What are you going to do then when things go wrong with your finances, with your health, with your marriage, raising of your children, your job, your car, your home is haunted? Ah, but you opened those doors. It was all fun and games, you thought. That's why Halloween's hellish. Doors are open like you wouldn't believe on this night. Unlike any other night I can imagine, this night is truly hellish. But I, as a child of the living God, we, we don't celebrate Halloween. We celebrate today as Jesus being Lord. Jesus is God. Jesus is Lord. And every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. To the glory of God the Father in heaven. That's why I declare. And in the authority of Jesus Christ, I come against the oppression you're facing right now. I come against that seduction to participate in Halloween. And I pray for those victims of Halloween. Lord Jesus, comfort them. Pour out your love upon them. Your power upon them. Set them free. And every spirit of Halloween, lift these people. Let go of these people in the authority of Jesus. Spirits of fear and terror, go in Jesus' name. Spirits of Halloween, go. Go. Some of you are being attacked right now. Nobody's ever commanded these demons to let go of you. I'm doing it right now. In the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, let go of these people. Demon, demon get up. Gather their minds. Release them in Jesus' name. Many of you being set free. Now you need to declare that Jesus is Lord. Just say it out loud. Just say Jesus is Lord. I need you to email me. Let me know what's happening so I can help you further. J at jbartlett.org. So here's this young girl, Linda sharing how she was just a little girl and seeing her sister and her friends participate with the Ouija board. I mean, these fearful events opened doors to powerful demonic beings that invaded her life. These demonic forces were confronted in Jesus' name. I'm legion, the spirits revealed when commanded to reveal the identity. I wanted to know, obviously, if these spirits were holding on to any other spiritual rights. I commanded the demons to tell me. Yes, her grandfather on her father's side possessed great hatred, pride, and used money to gain attention for himself. These sins allowed us the right to enter his body, and we have traveled through the bloodline to Linda. Nobody's told us to leave. Ah. Nobody has told us to leave. Well, that night, I told those demons to leave Linda. How many spirits, I wonder, just like Linda, who had spirits through the bloodline. How many of you listening to this broadcast, to this live global presentation, have spirits? Because your ancestors participated in Halloween. And nobody came along to confront them. 
Well, I'm here to confront those spirits in you. Those devils that are ravaging your soul, ravaging your body, I come against them in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. They're petrified. Some of you can't even barely hear the show. You're curious, why, why am I feeling sort of odd right now? Why am I feeling this way, listening to this man? It's because I'm speaking to the spirits that are inside your body and mind. Nobody's ever confronted them before. They're, they're under threat. They're angry. They're furious that you would dare to listen to this broadcast. And in the authority of Jesus, I command those spirits to let go of your mind. Oh, they're petrified. They're angry that I would confront them, that I would speak to them. Using the name of Jesus, using the power of the blood, the power of the cross, the power of the resurrection. They're petrified. It's time to turn the tables on these evil spirits, these devils, and the powers of Halloween. Isn't it time to front, confront them? Instead of appeasing them, decorating your house with Halloween decorations that only bring ghouls, goblins, the spirits of ghosts, and monsters in your home, why don't you bring peace and the love and the joy of Jesus in your home instead? Why don't you put up a crucifix? Why don't you put up a cross instead of a ghost and a goblin? doesn't make any sense to me, my friends. doesn't make sense to you. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It's unnatural to decorate your homes with ghosts, which are in reality evil spirits. Why would you decorate your home with monsters? Think about it for a moment, my friends. You've been deceived by the power of the devil. Ah, you think I'm a madman. Well, I'm telling you, I'm an ambassador for the Lord Jesus Christ, and you need to be warned. And that's why we're doing this broadcast. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. <laughs> In Azerbaijan, being a Christian and a bold witness for Christ can be costly. Forum 18 News reported that on October 31st, police raided a Christian festival and detained four believers in the town of Kusar, Azerbaijan. Eighty members of a Baptist church were gathered in a believer's home for a celebration thanking God for the harvest. When police arrived, they turned off the gas and electricity in order to prevent the believers from preparing their meal. Police also photographed and videotaped the service and recorded the names of those present. Despite the government crackdown, believers in Azerbaijan remain faithful to Christ. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Support persecuted believers by calling 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do when they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the Jesus Freak Salute from the Voice of the Martyrs. After World War II, the border between Ukraine and Romania is heavily guarded for two reasons. To keep Ukrainians in and keep Bibles out. One winter night, Soviet guards spot four fresh sets of footprints in the snow, heading toward the freedom of Romania and Western Europe. The guards hastily follow the tracks further and further away from the four Christians who had left those footprints. You see, the four men weren't escaping the Ukraine. They were Romanian missionaries carrying Bibles into the Ukraine. They had walked backwards across the border, leaving boot prints that led the Soviet guards the opposite direction. For more tales of creative outreach, go online to persecution.com. 
Saturday. I would love to meet with you. We're going to be conducting a public exorcism service, Atlanta, Georgia, Hampton Inn and Suites, downtown, International Boardroom Meeting Hall, 161 Spring Street, Northwest, in Atlanta, Georgia. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. No child care will be provided. However, we will give you the opportunity to be set free from evil spirits. November the 4th, Public Deliverance Mission, Grand Rapids, Michigan, at the Hampton Inn and Suites, Boardroom Meeting Hall, 5200 28th Street, Southeast, in beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. No child care provided. However, we'll be casting out devils in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tonight, tonight, pray, declare that Jesus Christ is Lord, for he is Lord, my friends. I'm here to help you. I want you to email me at j at jbartlett.com. I bless you, my friends, in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.